feels good. Um, almost like I ain't really got a choice though, right? <laughs> I hope everybody's being safe. I hope everybody's being um, responsible during this this whole coronavirus fiasco, you know. And you know, to be quite honest, you know, even if you don't have symptoms, I'm pretty sure you saw all of the uh, the warnings about people who don't have symptoms are actually or could actually be spreading the virus more. And so that's the importance of staying in the home. I know a lot of people who are bragging almost saying like, I don't got no symptoms. I'm about to go out and chill and almost just like being so arrogant about it almost. And um, it's not about if you sick, it's not about if you scared, this isn't about fear. You know, this is about responsibility. And I think that's the the thing that you, you need to keep top of mind. With that being said, I want to talk about the reserves. <laughs> I was just recently reading this book and it's so interesting. Um, the book is called Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive. And it's by a guy named Ar- Harvey B. McKay, McKay. I don't really know how you say this guy's last name, but what's so funny is at the top of this book, there's a quote and the quote says a must for everyone and anyone entering the business world, Donald Trump. (laughs) And I think I had this book before Trump was in office. So um, I probably would have judged this differently, but honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. Even if, you know, Donald Trump was in office and I saw this quote, I would probably still pick this book up because there's something to knowing how, you know, and I don't necessarily consider Donald Trump an enemy, but there's something about knowing how the enemy thinks, right? Um, Not to say that he is an enemy, but just to say like, yo, if you, you sharply oppose someone, it's always good to know how that other side thinks. And I think too much in life, yo, we just we just go about our lives without trying to gain the perspective of the other side. We just disagree with them. That's it. It's more than just disagreeing. You got to really understand why you disagree. And sometimes I think we're just scared of it. I think it even goes back to the to the to the point that somebody made with me because, you know, I'm a big Christian, you know, and I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And somebody had recommended a book from an atheist from um, to me. So you should read this book. And I was so against reading that book. Um, and eventually I just said, yo, I'm going to pick the book up, you know, because it's not it's about it's not about changing your mind. It's about understanding, gaining understanding. And that's the most important thing. It was something in his book I wanted to go over, and I'll call this episode The Reserves. And the reason why is because there was something this guy Harvey B. McKay talked about, which was the law of large numbers. And basically, insurance companies, they follow this law. So the way the law of large numbers works is like, uh, these insurance companies, you know, they know that there are 295 million living Americans, right? And they can tell when people are basically going to die and just how many people from a pers- uh, a certain 
demographic or a certain age, a certain um, heart, you know, condition. They can tell when they're going to die, you know, and um, that's insane just to know that they got that kind of data in general sitting around. The only thing that they can't tell is who. So they can tell the number, they can tell the condition, they can tell the age, the sex, the color, the creed, but they can't identify who is going to die. Um, and so the guy is basically saying he applies that same law, the law of large numbers. He applies that to people on his sales list, right? And he's basically saying if you position yourself as number two to every prospect on your list, whoever you're trying to get in touch with and get in contact with or sell to, um, he said, you can, I can promise you that if your list is long enough, there are going to be number ones that retire or die or lose their territories for a hundred other reasons and, and succumb to the law of large numbers. So basically what he's saying is, if you position yourself as the number two, you don't always have to be number one. But if you position yourself as number two and you allow the law of large numbers to take place, eventually when someone has to be replaced, you will be that person. Right. And so he's saying that this is what changed his life. This is what made him wealthy. This is when he won the most deals because he always positioned himself as being number two, <laughs> as being number two. Because he knew the law of large numbers would eventually allow him to take the place of whoever was number one, according to the law of large numbers, they would succumb, they would get away, they would die off, they would uh, uh, fold or something would happen to them. Um, and then he would take number one. Now, eventually the law of large numbers would get rid of you too. <laughs> but he said, basically, no one ever uses this strategy and he said it works not just in business, but in your personal life as well. That part kind of kind of scared me a little bit. Well, how do you use this in your personal life? Well, he's saying he a side dude or something and he goes after women. He's always the the the, the friend zone guy waiting to become number one. Like, how does this help you in your your personal life? I don't know about that, but um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. And I know a lot of people already use relationships this way, but this was the first time I ever read it in this perspective before. And I thought it was interesting. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Do you use the law of large numbers? And what do you think about adding this to your, to your life or your business? Leave me some thoughts. Peace. Yeah.